This week on Jerk Radio, we're talking about spiders, I-12. What new stuff has come in? Dylan's side, we got Mid- Midnighter Club. Hero's side, we've got Midnighter Club. Uh, Dylan's side, we've got Rome. Hero's side, we've got Rome. Dylan's side, we have spiders, VATs. We'll be talking about that, because I got one at 50, and none of these other guys do. So, I'm going to brag about how awesome I am. And beyond that, we'll just juice the crabs, because that's who we are. That's what we do. So keep in mind, we're full of spiders, and we've got crabs. This is Jerk Radio. Yeah, welcome to Jerk Radio. I am your host, Adam Nelson, and with me today we've got... Oh, hi. I'm Trey Sevens. I'm the annoying one. Hi, I'm Ohakubi. I'm the uh, one that annoys everyone else. Hi, I'm Tony Strickland. I'm the one who hasn't been playing for a while. Yeah, and as uh, as Trace succinctly put it earlier, we're going to be talking about issue 12 and all the crap that's come with it. And it's not very much crap, actually. No, it's pretty disappointing, actually. Unless I mean, it's a, I mean, it's a lot of major things, but, you know, it's still... I mean, they're... I'm just basically, you know, making fun of the fact that they gave us an incomplete zone. They did. Yeah, they gave us an incomplete zone, but they also gave us a lot of quality of life stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, It's uh, really a statement to all the stuff NCNC's done since kicking Statesman and that whole crew to the curb. It's taking the whole game to a new level of actually caring about what the players think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, actually being able to look at items and powers that other people want, looking at the specific numbers of powers and not having to go to Excel spreadsheets or, you know, nerd yourself over various websites to figure out stuff. We're not just generally benefits to chat and, you know, character slots and all. Yeah. First, yeah, one of the major things. Character slots is nice. Uh, Having the extra room to do stuff, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, you can imagine that, you know, all the people who uh, ended up buying, like, second and third accounts are a little bit upset over this, but, you know, seriously, fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if they'd really be all that angry about this, though. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a lot more slots, but these are generally people who double box anyways because they want to be the farmers and the ones who, you know, run through with a kin set on follow to jump around and help a stone brood or something stupid like well, yeah, that. Well, yeah, yeah, it's another animal entirely, though, I figure, but... Eh. I think, I think, hi, I think we've we'll we rented about firekin controllers before. Yeah, we have, I think. And if not, Hackabee can always hit that later. Yay! Speaking of which, uh, when, it, uh, how, how are you coming along on your next solo edition? Oh, well, I got all the recording done. I actually figured out what I, I figured out how to, uh, cut down all the, actually, you know, speak directly into the microphone and not have, a, like, all the uh, P sounds like all over the place. I mean, considering the fact that the microphone's like 15 bucks, it needed a suitably cheap uh, solution to it. So I just uh, took a, I just took a tissue, folded it up, folded it over a couple times, taped it to the microphone. And, and that solved it. High quality uh, equipment here, ladies and gentlemen. Damn right. Yeah, I was yeah. looking at... Jeez. Yeah, Trace... Cutting uh, edge. 
<laughs> Trey sent it's me all a about link. The to... content. It's not how it's you know. It's not like well, how it's recorded. I mean, you can have like a like a like five hundred dollars set up here to record something and still be shit. Hell no. I'd rather spend all my time. Uh... Oh, actually, I'd... oh wait, actually, we I'm are the net play. hack. <laughs> you know, of our, our of what we do compared to what being what else being what yeah i don't know where that analogy was going but my point is that like i said it's more it's not how it's done or the quality it's what's inside that counts it's not the size of the boat it's the motion of the ocean yes <laughs> actually the size of the boat has a lot to do with it but <laughs> well I'm not just saying that because I've you, got man. a cruise liner, though. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, you heard me. It's a fucking... It's like the fucking Titanic, and there's a party in the top deck all the time. <laughs> yeah, um... Dole, you were talking about, um, Mr. Nelson, about the, uh, podcast thing you were looking at that I linked you to. Yes, yes, let's get off the boats and my small boats and that thing i wasn't on your small boat but anyway yeah um hey <laughs> uh, that was just going are on you bothered me. that you have a small boat uh, uh, no comment <laughs> no comment <laughs> ha ha trace has a small boat trace has a small boat neener 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 i i, I couldn't afford a pontoon yeah, but you didn't have to get a Zodiac. <laughs> oh. oh, God. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we've already hit a new low. <laughs> yeah, let, let, yeah, anyway, let, just the whole thing. Yeah, yeah the, as, far as, uh, as far as our podcasting equipment goes, uh, Trace uh, sent me a link about uh, with this other guy that used to work for, who was it? It's Leo Laporte with Tech TV. Now he does a thing called This Week in Tech. Yeah. Essentially, I guess he was shit-canned off the network once G4 took over and realized that all the good stuff from Tech TV didn't need to stay. Yeah, pretty um, much. Interesting note, though, yeah. uh, on G4, uh, a couple of uh, a couple of nights ago, they were talking about... Uh, what you got? I think it was... Uh, I don't even... Oh, yeah, it was about Street Fighter Four and uh, Chris Kohler from... Uh, from uh, Wired.com and uh, Retronauts was on there, and I thought that was really cool. That is pretty badass. Yeah. But anyway, keep going. Oh, I, I have nothing to say. It's um, all about the uh, thing that you, I linked to you, the requirements, equipment, all that thing. Yeah, um, the guy the guy buys fifty dollars headsets and overnights them to other people to uh, to do uh, Skype. Uh, to do Skype conversations. He doesn't use Pamela to record, which I thought, you know, that's interesting. I didn't know there's anything other than Pamela to do, but I guess and if you're using a Mac, there's a audio ripper or whatever. But I'm not on a Mac. I'm on a, a Vista enabled uh PC. Ha ha ha. Yeah, this guy I think uses like very expensive recording software and that sort of thing, or at least mixers that you can plug into the computer. Yeah, he uses and, a mixer board. Yeah, it, when you can do that and you can send like $50 headphones to other people just guesting on your show. That's really a good sign of how rich or at least how middle class you are. Yeah, I know, right? Still notch above us, right? <laughs> <sighs> Damn it, now I'm depressed. Thanks a lot, Trace. 
Oh, no problem. I'm glad yeah, to help we anytime. Have to beg our parents for our money, man. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> I went through a three-month rant trying to get my mommy to pay for my year of COH, so, you know, back off. <laughs> no, that's all the other... Oh, and I want to take a short second to digress here. Street Fighter Four. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Seriously, it looks interesting. But yeah, anyway. I mean, I don't but it looks interesting for people who like fighters. No, that one, I guess that would just be me and uh, Tony. And maybe Hack, I don't know. Not really, no. Oh, I thought, I thought you were... I think Hack's more making fun of JRPGs and that sort of thing. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm more in the whole, yeah, in the whole JRPG, in the whole RPG, more of an action game thing. Fighting games, not so much. I mean, I know shitloads of stuff about them, but I don't actually play them. Well, to me, fighting games are a lot like controlling giant mechs the way you have to use a player. You have to, you know, quarter circle back and hit these buttons, and then it, it's motions that are contrary to me to how you should be controlling a person when they're fighting. Yeah, it's, I, don't, I haven't really gotten to that, though. It's just, it's uh, pretty much the whole, you know, I mean, I didn't really have much of an area to practice. I mean, I think the closest I ever actually got was Soul Calibur 2. Ah, uh, yes. And, yeah, that was Good pretty game. much like the most I ever got out of it. And, I mm. mean, although all the, like, the 2D ones, it's... Well, hell, even some of the 3D ones, too. It's mostly just, you know, in the arcade. Hi, kind of a, you know, like you're minding your own business and, uh, you know, trying to, like, cludge your way through story mode. And then all of a sudden, the other guy shows up. It's like, hi, how are you doing? And then it's like, you know, it's like 10 seconds later. It's like, wait, was I, was I just playing? What just happened? Did, could you... Did you just... I believe I believe the uh, I believe the official term is called schooling. Yeah, that 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 was that, that sums it up. I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. None of us and none of us are the are the uh, tourney fag type characters. Yeah, it's. Mm. But anyways, issue twelve. Hey, issue twelve. Issue 12. So good. We've got- so we've got a new uh, zone, Cinnamora, I believe is what it's called, but we all call it Cinnabon because it's cuter. Cinnabon is great. It is great, you know, cinnamon rolls. Tasty. And Romans. And Romans. Buttercream. And, yeah, that's about all you can say about it because there isn't really too much to the zone because... Yeah, it, there's not much in the way of, you know, content, I guess, at this point. All there is, all there is, is there's an intro arc saying, "Hi, this is the zone. Why don't you go walk around a little while and talk to these people?" And then a Borea style random mission and a task force. Oh uh, yeah, it's, uh, they, yeah, they definitely need to figure out what they're going to do with that area. I mean, it's neat, but you know, there's a little bit more to it than that. I mean, the task force is going to hold people. I mean, that's a, it's a pretty good task force. I haven't played it yet, and. Uh... I don't know if I want to be spoiled for it or not because yeah, everybody I'm says not, I'm not going to I'm not going to spoil much for this. But aside from the uh, two things, first one, it's actually you know genuinely difficult. I mean, I think that uh, you know, that, yeah, let's see here. I think Trace can actually back me up on this. It's actually you know hard compared to some yeah, of the it, other ones. It's got its difficult parts. It's not in general hard if you got the right people running it. But sort it's of, certainly not something you can expect to put an all-defender team together for and win the game. Sort of like a statesman task force? Um, sort of like a statesman junior type thing. You need a part- well, I think, well, the thing about statesman is just like it's pretty much 
relatively smooth going until the last mission where it's like a fucking brick wall. Where this one is just kind of like hard, pretty much straight through. And also, yeah, it, it, I don't want to give away too much. Sorry. Anyway, as I was no. saying, I don't want to really give away too much on that. But the third mission, third mission is awesome. It's just like, I mean, it's like, but like, you pretty much go like about halfway through. And once you hit that halfway point, it's just, yes. Go straight to kick ass? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And okay, yeah, if I, you have never done it before, trust me, do not skip ahead. Or don't let anybody tell you you can should skip ahead. Take it as if every mob is coming at you and, you know, just go in an orderly fashion without trying to skip anyone. So this is basically the opposite of every other task force in the game where, you know, you want to stealth missions and all that kind of stuff. Oh, at least not the, at least the first time. Well, yeah, I mean, the, do it, the first time. Do it like the do it like the developers intended in the first playthrough, and yeah. then you know use your stealth IOs to sneak through the mission and shank the boss. Yeah, right? the third the third mission is set up so well that the surprise in it just comes up right on you with the map the way it's structured. So it's just perfect. Interesting. I may have to. I'll, I definitely am going to have to try that in in the coming days because I, yeah, I. So am I. I, I, Tony and I haven't played it myself because I just haven't been able to find a, a group of people to run it with at the moment because I really don't like pickup groups. <laughs> I can't imagine. I just haven't been able to... There was a... I haven't played... I should go ahead and probably say this. I haven't actually played the game a hell of a lot lately because during the last double EXP weekend, I ground two characters from 35 to 50 and a third from 35 to 45 over 72 hours. And... Um, since then, I've sort of been a little uh, burned out. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. This, you know, the more I talk about this, and the more I look at the issue twelve stuff, the more I think, you know, I really ought to carve some time out of whatever I'm doing, and you know, go try that out. What are you doing right yeah. now when you're not playing silly superhero games? Um, I'm playing World of Warcraft. Ha 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 ha! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha 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 ha! Actually, a friend of mine and I had a very good discussion about World of Warcraft. We all, you know, there was myself and two friends of mine on a Ventrilo server I visit, and um, all three of us play City Heroes now. All three of us used to play uh, World of Warcraft. In my case, I, you know, I am still playing. And the best, and it's the best the best description of it I've heard yet. The game is magnificent it's majestic is the word he used the first time through the first time you play through it to to see all the things and to do all the things it's really it really is amazing but it's that once you've done it all there is really not a hell of a lot of reason to go back through it and the end of the game really is the soul crusher no replay value whatsoever huh not a um not unless you like your dicks, you know. Not unless you like your dick to be slammed in a car door repeatedly. I don't like. Well, that. now. Yeah. <laughs> I read. Um, I um uh, a couple of friends of mine uh, uh, tried to turn me on to Dungeons and Dragons Online uh, this weekend. Those are oh, not God. your friends. <laughs> no, not. Well, thankfully it was only it's only a ten day trial, and I can safely ignore it for a couple more days, and I'm done. 
Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons Online, um, it, it strikes me as a little bit too rigid, I guess. I mean, the whole point of Dungeons and Dragons is coming up with, you know, bad shit plot lines and equally bad shit characters, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. And, uh, okay, is it, are they using, uh, like, 3rd edition or 3rd, 3.5 or 4th edition or what? It's using 3rd edition. All right. Okay, so there's still, I mean, some hope for it. I mean, it's not like they're going to be making, you know, like the whole uh, six sword line for it. The, this is this is an entirely different conversation. I just want to point out that you know that you know eventually DDO is going to get like a Star Wars uh, Star Wars Galaxies NGE and get completely raped when they convert it to fourth edition. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Anyway. You just sent shivers down my spine, man, because I remember what happened to Star Wars Galaxies and oh god. Still playing that. Are there people still playing Star Wars Galaxies? Oh, no, I was wondering if my uh, brother's still playing uh, that. Yeah, there's about uh, 20 or 30,000 from what I remember. Oh, man, I hope he's not among them. Jeez. I mean, poor after, people. After he, I mean, I heard, here, after hearing what it was and what actually happened to it, just, oh, whoa. Yeah, it, it, it just kind of... I mean, it's the only MMO where you actually hear people describe themselves as refugees from it. I mean, it's total hyperbole, <laughs> but still... <laughs> No, I, I imagine that. I mean, God, that's just, that's sad. It's like a million Ewoks dying at once. No, actually, <laughs> wait, no, that's good. That, yeah, that, that's... That'd be like... That is, in a sense, good, but, you know, to anybody to be in the world... like Lucas remaking the original trilogy based on what he did in the new trilogy. Oh, God, ow. That would, that would, it, it would be that kind of star. sad. Gungans, oh, Tony, why the hell would you say that shit? Bad. Because no, you say like hurting your brain. Yeah. yeah. Luke Skywalker would die and uh, Wicked the Ewok would uh, blow up the Death Star for the second time. I'm just saying that's what happened. Wow. Ham-fisted yeah, I romance. <laughs> Ham-fisted romance between Luke Skywalker and e- Wicked the Ewok. Or, no, I was gonna say, or just anyone, oh, that too. Know, George Lucas romance. This is not. Sand, yeah, of course. Can... Not like your skin. <laughs> oh God, I think yeah, we can all agree that Lucas has done lost his damn mind. Well, he's a good idea, man, but he's just not good as a director. This has come up before. I mean, I mean, look at I me. Mean, yeah, I mean, Empire Strikes Back. He didn't direct it. I mean, he didn't even write it or direct it, and that was like one of the best ones ever. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's six movies, so it's kind of hard to have, you know, kind of hard to have six, something like that. But still, you know, really good movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How much hand? How much of a hand does uh, Lucas have in that new Clone Wars movie, which I think really looks interesting? I have no idea. I have no idea whatsoever. There's a new Clone Wars movie. Yeah, it's based Perhaps on the internet. Can tell us the uh, art. The art style. The art style is based off of the uh, Clone Wars cartoon. Ooh. Yeah, the whole Gendy Tartakovsky thing going on. Yeah, there's an example of someone who is awesome, unlike uh, Lucas these days. Tartakovsky is great. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um. So, issue twelve. Yeah, uh, issue I twelve. To ask you guys. Um. One of the things that I've been hearing from some of my friends who are currently playing is that some of the new power sets. Uh, there are two things actually that I wanted to mention. 
Um, first up, the new power sets for the new the power set proliferation thing. Oh yeah, I've that's heard, also something yeah. I wanted to talk about. That's Definitely that's actually that. pretty yeah. cool. That and also the stalker patch. Holy shit! Oh, oh yeah. So yeah, um, power set proliferation. Basically, Doctor Brainstorm broke shit and gave people access to more powers. Is the uh, in-game uh, explanation for it? He sure did. Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, you know, because uh, I'm just like, yeah, because I'm just like looking at this, and it's just, I mean, yeah, it's, this guy pretty much broke reality itself. It's because, uh, you know, like before, you know, I mean, like before this, it's like, I mean, you, I mean it's like, like I don't know, like some sort of, uh, eh, what the fuck am I trying to say here? Gee, can you tell this isn't pre-scripted? Uh, oh yeah, before it's like, I mean, it's like some sort of like, like predetermined since the beginning of time up until this point that if you develop certain powers and certain abilities that you would either inexorably be directed toward heroism or villainy. Like before this point, before issue 12, at this point in time, if you developed the ability to manipulate the weather, you could not, could not, under any circumstances, actually turn out evil. But since there's a proliferation surprise, if you can manipulate the weather, now you can be evil. It's astounding. Awesome. Garbage. <laughs> uh, but actually, some of the some of the new power sets uh, are actually pretty nifty looking. I mean, I mean, not exactly new, but different. For example, uh, yeah. I've been, I've been, I haven't actually started, but I'm really eyeing uh, mental ma- manipulation on the blaster on the blaster secondaries. Yeah, mental. I can't imagine. Yeah, the uh, mind bullet stuff is actually looks pretty hot. I mean, in, in the PvP form is as it usually would be. Whining their uh, sorry little hearts out about that will be uh, destroying everything, and that PvP will be ruined forever. But uh, not so much in practice. No, go figure. Yeah, I've been hearing that the actual damage potential from mental manipulation is not as outstanding as everyone was afraid it was going to be. Yeah, well, and it's. Uh, I mean, it's pretty much the same thing as fire and ice. It's just, I mean, you know, like, they'll just crank out damage that'll hurt a bunch of people, and then you know, like one or two sets that show up in there it won't hurt them at all. That's yeah, pretty much what it boils down to. I mean, I'm not. I don't give two shits about PvP, so I'm just actually looking at for for the support abilities. I mean, there's an ability that it is essentially the same as uh, the electricity manipulation uh, uh, endurance drain power that oh, works for so. both. Yeah, it, it drains both hit points and endurance, so that actually looks pretty. Well, actually, it, it actually doesn't drain it; it just boosts your uh, hit your regeneration and recovery rates. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, but it's still really good. I mean, really, really good. Hmm. Rad. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, what was the other thing you were talking about, Tony? Uh, not just, not the set proliferation, but some other stuff. The stalker patch. Oh, stalker patch. Yeah, was that the was that the uh, percentage damage in addition to other damage and shit like that? That and some other things that have been going on with the stalker stuff. Oh uh, yeah, yeah I, can bring... uh, I, I got this one. I got, I'll field this. Uh, the thing about the stalker patch yeah, yeah. was that actually you screwed around with it such that uh, I believe how it was is that first off 
a stalker uh, used the uh, AS and so on missed, they went on hide. So, you know, if you whiff, you're not, you know, instantly screwed. And the other thing, or the second of it, was that after you, uh, you know, assassin strike someone, there's a fear or a separate, like, a fear or a from that target around to all the, uh, all their, all their friends, otherwise known as the holy shit, someone came out of nowhere and stabbed this guy, why is there blood everywhere, oh god, oh god, oh god, effect. Yeah. Which is nice. And the third one was that, uh, you know, stalkers, now stalkers can actually, I believe the thing is about that they actually crit out of hide now. They don't actually need to be hidden in order to crit. I think it's like a 10, like a, like 10% or something, like base 10%, uh, plus 3% for everyone else on the team. It's probably, so, yeah, yeah, it's probably no, not. It's probably yeah, not a yeah, team, it's, so it's basically it's a good one-third. It's a very low chance, from what I'm understanding. The, the big thing, though, that I remember hearing, you can stack that crit on top of an assassin strike. Oh, jeez. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You'd have to ask um, someone, I think, like, X-Death would be someone we could ask about that. Yeah. But I don't know if that's true, if that's the double critical glitch glitch I'm hearing about and that sort of thing, or not? <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard anything about that myself. Um, although I can say that, I don't know, this... I don't know, some people have been complaining that it hasn't actually been in flavor for Stalkers, that it's, uh, you know, it's making more scrappy, but I think the main problem with that is, number one, most Stalkers, before this patch, actually just did that, just assassin strike, ran away, waited until hide kicked back in, just did that. And uh, number two, I thought the whole thing about stalkers is that they'd be more, you know, finesse over brute force, which explains the whole, you know, more criticals thing. Yeah. Basically, D and D third edition rogues or something like that. Yeah, that's what I mean. That, I mean, that's my always my idea. It's always, you know, it's not actually just, you know, I mean, whereas scrappers are just charging up to something and smacking in the face of the fuck off huge sword, stalkers would be more, you know, precision applications of force. Or at least that's how I'd in- interpret the whole critical thing. Yeah. And because it's... A, well, actually, I shouldn't say that's too egotistical. Well, But, dude. yeah, there we are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what, uh, should I? Or? Sure, well, why not? Alright, because I was about to say, because, I, mean, I mean, that's like a, a succinct explanation for why the critical thing would work the way it would be. Why scrappers would get more crits than... Uh, I mean, stalkers would get more crits than scrappers, but scrappers would, you know, have higher base physical damage. But the thing is about that, uh, the thing about that is a simple explanation. It's a reasonable explanation, which is precisely why everyone will promptly ignore it. Mm, what's that? I'm sorry. I think I missed half of what you're saying. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm. Oh, dude. Okay. Basically, what he said was, since what he said was the decent explanation, people will ignore it. Because it's the decent explanation. They w- they would rather have the batshit explanation. Oh right, okay. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I I'd sort of I'd sort of phased out there for a second. <laughs> Everything okay? Yeah, I'm the worst podcast host ever. <laughs> interesting story. Uh, interesting. I was uh during after the uh, after the Sharky interview that I put up, I went up to the uh, OneUp.com offices and I got to meet a whole bunch of those cats. And uh, 
I uh, I was talking to Richard Lee, uh, one of the uh, one of the editors at uh, OneUp.com, and I told him that yeah, I, I'm host of a podcast that is worse than Retronauts, and he said that's quite a claim to fame. Are you sure you can back that up? And I'm like, yep. Yeah, we can totally back that up. We are <laughs> questionable. There ain't no question about it. We are horrible. Yes, we are. Get what you pay for. We have we have. Our main opponents are people who just read the website and all the history of it and explain it to people who can't read websites. And they get dev help. They get people who listen to them. They get love. We will never get that. Nobody they loves us. They get attention. They get attention, yes. We only act out because it's the only way we can get attention ourselves. That's that's how it works out. It's very important. If you attention yeah. to us and you loved us, maybe we wouldn't have to do this. You ever think of that? It's very infantile, yeah. actually. Yeah, when you think about it, all we are is just a, you know, mature twenty, you know, twenties, thirties kids. I think we're all twenties. Um, with twelve-year-old um, kids living inside us, wanting to get out and be famous astronauts that get all the women in the world and millions of dollars. And we're acting up because we're not getting any of that. That's right. Right, it's yeah. true. It's true. Man speaks only the truth. <laughs> so, uh, what else is what else came with issue two of Ah, villain epic archetypes. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's more. Uh, it's more Trace's department there. Yeah. So Trace, Trace Evans, knock yes, it out sir. the box. Well, when you hit a villain with level fifty and get it through either TV farming or actual play in City of Villains, you get access to one of four archetypes. But they only start out as two, just to be very clear, although nobody ever really thinks about it in that manner. You can either start off as a soldier or a widow for Arachnos. Now, that's really a point of contention for a lot of people because, heaven forbid, that wait, their wait, character wait, wait, is wait, wait. But yeah, I yeah, don't sure. want to work for Arachnos! Bah! Sorry. And that's what I was just getting to, which, you know, heaven forbid that the entire villain storyline is if you are on the Rogue Isles, you are probably a destined one and we're watching you. Or, you know, in this case now, you're a soldier of Arachnos and you decided to stand up and say you're a destined one. So we're watching you. <laughs> There's a little more to it than that, but I'm not going to spoil anything because it's not much of a story anyways. Mm. But, yeah, it's... you. I have not tried the Widow types that much. I will admit that much. It's a lot of psionic and a lot of um, poison type stuff, which is cool. But in essence, you're acting out the Arachnos villains with beefier powers and more badass styling. And in my case, I have a Crab Spider that's a soldier moved up to level 24 and given the choice then of turning into a Bane, basically a stalker type guy who a little more mobility and a little less stealthy. Or a crab, which is AOE powerhouse and general jackass. <laughs> and yeah. I'm sorry yeah, to interrupt, but it, it reminds no, me no. of a, it reminds me of a, the class uh, uh class diversion thing for uh Second Dead Setsu three where you had a where you had your base class and then you split it off into two subclasses based on what you selected. It is quite a bit like that, yeah. Essentially, it's just another way, slightly different than the Chaldeans for heroes, 
in that it lets you diversify yourself so you can be different parts of the villain archetypes. Yeah, the, Kel- yeah the Kellyan... The- I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, go on. That's fine. The, yeah, the Keldian. Well, I mean, the epic archetypes seem to be a reward, allowing you to be a little more diverse. I mean, you can have you have Keldians like uh, Shank, who specialize in human form and you know blow shit up very effectively, or you can or you can specialize in one of your forms. Yeah, and the forms, you know, you could be an incredibly badass blaster with no defense at all. You could be a tankish type guy. Warshade side, you get to be controller type and a little bit defendery, I guess, too, while tanking as well. I'm not sure exactly because I've never bothered to get a Warshade that far. But for crabs, you can do a huge amount of AoE damage. It feels a lot like a um, blaster with mez protection. And, and that's you can hot. Also summon a bunch of pets, and it is hot. God, I cannot stress how hot it is to be able to jump into a group of people, blast the hell out of every one of them, and not get held. I mean, that's even better than a mastermind who doesn't have any mess protection unless he goes out of his way to pick up something. Or if you have a uh, force field, I suppose. But yeah, so, summary and all in all, my crab spider, Operative Littleton, the tiniest crab there ever was, is level 50. He is awesome, and he is the most enjoyable character I've ever made villain side. Pretty rousing endorsement. Yeah. And so, all right, but what about the uh, what about the widow side? Um. Yeah, I don't know too much about them. I know they get some interesting sonic attacks. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take care of this one. Don't worry. Actually, thinking about the widows. Yeah. Said I start. Well, yeah, I wouldn't have said that if I didn't already. Uh, you know, have something in mind to say. Uh, yeah, thinking about the widows is that they start out. They're kind of like a kind of like scrappery. Pretty much, that's pretty much the best way to put it. A bit like claw attacks, a little bit of ranged. Uh, pretty much in the same boat as the uh, regular Arachnos soldiers. And also, but the thing is, they also get uh, mess protection at level 10, which is like the same mess protection. It's, I think it's a strength of will. Same one that uh, willpower tanks get, which is kind of a preface to what they're going to be doing later on. And let's see here. I think, yeah, hit 24. I think, hit 24, you get the two routes. One of them is the. Uh, Called them, that's the blood widows, right? The uh, like the like the claw ones that throw all the smoke grenades all over the place. That would be night widows smoke. Grenades night widows, and all right? That. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Hit twenty four night widows. It's pretty much you know more claw attacks, stealth. More claw, yeah, claw attacks, stealth. Uh, it's it's pretty much like being a uh, like a claws uh, claws super reflexes stalker scrapper hybrid a little bit more, and uh, that one uh, I. Don't have much experience with that, so I can't say too much about that. The other route, we Fortunatus, and that's kind of like it's like a. Well, actually, the only way I can think of describing it would be like this: Is the okay now? Okay, imagine a mind controller, right? Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. and give them a couple, a uh, couple of, and get the uh, like the uh, psionic blast things from the defender set. Give them some of those attacks to them as well, and. Toss in ooh, stealth, and uh, I might as well give him mess protection too while we're at it. And oh yeah, uh, some defenses that are on par with uh, scrappers too. Wow. 
Yeah. So and basically, wow. yeah, and so we so you've got a controller blaster. So you've got like a yeah, basically a controller blaster hybrid with uh, scrapper level defenses and mes resist. Damn. Yeah. It's like a tiny god. At the very least. So I guess all in all, we're trying to say is the epic uh, villains kick ass. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. Yeah, and even furthermore, they're great on teams. Yeah, they got I mean, uh, inherent uh, like leadership. Which I mean, come on, like seven guys running around with. I mean, even with just maneuvers, that's uh, that's pretty much uh, soft capping defense, I think. Maneuvers. Oh, easily. Actually, yeah. what it is is. For the the crab spiders and um, I guess also bane spiders or the soldiers in general, can yeah, the get, soldiers get ten percent, the uh, widows get five percent, and you need forty five percent to be perma elude, so to speak. So really, think do the math. That's yeah, easy eight, to... yeah, that's wow. <laughs> and you do that, and you combine stuff like. Crabs or soldiers before they spec into crabs can get Venom Grenade, which is minus 20% resistance on a, a huge amount of enemies. And then with all the other AoEs, you can just essentially nuke somebody to hell so that they take double damage and then blast the hell out of them. Wow. And if that's grand, then what isn't? Or what is, rather? What is love? You know, that that is love right there. There is nothing better than pumping about five venom grenades into a huge group of plus fives or whatnot, jumping into you know right in front of them and doing a cone blast and just ripping the shreds, or going through a mayhem mission, setting off every ambush in the mayhem mission and diving into the bank lobby and killing everything that walks in that door before it even <laughs> has a chance to blink. Wow. This is possible. It's more than possible. It's easy, and it's so damn much fun. It, it's like the devs decided, hey, what can you do so the players actually have fun with these sets and you know, not worry so much about the balance of it? I kind of wonder what it would be like to see seven of those guys and like one thug's mastermind. <laughs> oh, jeez. Wow. That's insane. <laughs> Popping off gang war? Oh, God. Yes. That's brilliant. Brilliant. I mean, I, I know that any team I've jumped on when I was leveling up to 50, they just... You'd get the people who were not the epic archetypes, and just they'd watch you kick ass, and they're like, wow, I gotta get to 50 now. And they just go dead set, doing anything they could, sacrificing sleep and food and, you know, life and marriage and all that, just, just to get, to get to that 50. 50. Wow. Yeah, it's that good. <laughs> Damn. So, yeah, what else is there? Well, there's, there's the Midnighters Club. I mean, oh, I yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's not, I mean, it's not much there, but, I mean, hey, it's kind of a new area. It's, it's basically, yeah. it's the intro arc to, to uh, Cinnabon. Yeah, it's it's pretty much you know from wherever to Midnighters Club, and from Midnighters Club to Simamora. Now I've only done it Hero Side, but basically what happens on Hero Side is you you develop a cure for the lost, and then they let you in. 
I know it's kind of a spoiler, but whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think Red Side it's slightly less impressive. It's basically stealing some stuff back from the Circle of Thorns. Yeah, I thought. Yeah. I thought it's where you you know you beat up the Midnight's Club to the point where they're so impressed with you. That, All right, we'll let you in. No, I think that's no, that's actually else. a different arc. Oh. That's one where you sneak in there and replace some artifacts, and then all of a sudden a, a bunch of strange things happen. You run for your life. And huh. it's the one mission where you really are running for your life. <laughs> First mission I've ever had that happen. That's awesome. What about the uh, what about the end of the uh, Striga Task Force, where you're trying to escape the uh, volcano from the exploding robot? Uh, okay, you got uh, a point. That's, that's, that's... more you know, like... Leisurely, saunt- leisurely sauntering to the uh, exit for your life, I guess. Yeah, it's really <laughs> it's not, not that like, hard. I mean, it's I mean, not it's like, not like you know, stoppable. I remember the last time I did that. I was like, you know what? To hell with this. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna escape. And I, I jumped in there, jumped in the uh, cockpit of the giant robot, pretended I was snake, and you know, got blown up. That was. If you could see the scene that was playing out in my mind, it was epic. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine. Actually, I've actually survived that blast once. No shit. Yeah, um, you know the uh, council guys, the highest up that have the protective shield. Mm-hmm. That actually, they can put around you to take you out of the fight. Well, last second, one of them does that to me, and gets killed by the blast. Nice. Wait, there's an, there's there's an actual explosion in there. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a wave of fire that yeah. just engulfs yeah. the whole room. The entire, oh, awesome. the entire yeah, map. Yeah, I got, I got to hang out and just like check that out sometime. Yeah, it, it's actually not as impressive as you might think. It's just, uh, you know, everything, everything that's still alive in the zone when that, when the timer runs out, gets hit with a massive fire blast. Yeah, Although still, in all fairness, know, I have avoided it also by being at the entrance. Really? Yeah, I just stood at the entrance once, and um, I think I was AFK because I was off. Um, making food or maybe reading websites or you know who knows and I just come back and everyone else is out of the mission I'm like oh uh, the bomb went off didn't it and I'm not dead weird okay I guess I'll walk out now <laughs> nice yeah it's just like the one the apocalypse there yeah, <laughs> yeah. Slip. I have all the time in the world now I can read whatever I want and then your glasses break, yeah. It's not fair. It's not fair. There was time. Now there was finally time. And then, yeah, <laughs> things go to yeah. hell from there. What's that from again? Twilight Zone. Oh, okay. Twilight Zone, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, they parodied it in something else, and that's where I remember it from. Yeah, there you go. But, uh, yeah. Wait, I don't think, I don't, wait, hang on. I don't think I've pissed off enough people yet. I've got to say something else about Midnighter's Club now. Okay. Here we go. All right. Well, the thing, actually, the thing I've, the thing I've noticed about Midnighter's Club and also, uh, you know, actually, the same thing with the, kind of like the donut shop in the fault line. And it's, it, this said this. I actually, well, I'm not sure if I said it to you guys, but I'm pretty sure I said it. And I actually think to myself, people are going to forget about this in a matter of weeks. And, of course, meaning I know whole 
usual threads on the forums, you know, like, hey, who's going to hang out at Midnighters Club? Oh, wow, this place is totally awesome, yeah. I'm going to have all my characters hang out here and talk to all the people. Wow, it'll be the best role-playing spot ever. Ha ha! Nope. Better than crap like it and does everybody's that. People just say that, and then all of a sudden it comes out, and then, you know, the whole ponderous xenophobic inertia sets in, and they're like, oh, well, you know, it, uh, maybe I shouldn't go over there. I mean, it's perfectly fine hanging out in the base with all the people I know, you know? It's, yeah, I don't need to go there. And, yeah, I mean, I, I I expected that. I I completely, I mean, I was like, only, like downside I figured, I was like, yeah, they're going to go for that, and they're going to forget about it, which they did. I mean, like, I mean, it's. I don't. I, I. I can't even explain why that happens. It's. it's people are crying people out loud. I, I, I'm for crying out loud. I've given twelve year olds. I've given uh, you know, twelve year olds Christmas presents that have been played with longer than the in this zone for crying out loud. It's just, man. And they yeah. put so much effort too. It's a really nice zone. I mean, like old, like miniature, like mini zone. I guess. I mean, it's. With all the, the crap lying around, and man, my only gripe with that zone is there's no damn map. Why is this? Well, I mean, uh, it's not really big enough to warrant a map, I figure. Well, still, I'd like to be able to. You know, I, I wandered around for five, maybe ten minutes, trying to find the way to get into Cinnabon, and before I before I actually noticed the aspect of the pillar of fire and ice sitting right next to you know the, the crossroads and. It was blending in with the uh, with a background, and I was like, "What?" But that's another thing. Yeah. But that's but that's a, that's a thing. How did uh, the Midnighters Club get their hands on an aspect of the pillar? The mind boggles. Gasp. Oh, and oh, and that imper- oh, and that imperious dude, totally not statesman. Oh, to- definitely oh, totally not. not. No, of course not. Nah. Mission is totally not Sister Psych, and the person in the third mission that helps you out is totally not Positron. <laughs> oh, so basically, so okay, okay. I'm sorry, but basically, the the entire task force is basically City of Heroes 1620, what it would be like the Fantastic Four 1602 or whatever it was. Um, yeah, it's a uh, well, for certain ones. I mean, it's it's a little bit different than that, I guess. But uh, yeah, you keep getting help from all these uh, all these chodes. It's just yeah. It's the first thing I said when I it, it, that was the first thing I said when I saw when I saw Imperius, and I was like, yeah, that's totally not statesman. <laughs> yeah. Although, yeah. although oh, what? I lost my train of thought there for a sec. Sorry. Uh, fuck. What was it? I was talking about Imperius oh, yeah. and oh, statesman, yeah. and yeah. Oh yeah, I was about to. I was about to comment on how the whole, as the whole, you know, the whole like mythos of the game is uh, supposedly how only the ancient Greeks had heroes. I think it was to be the, uh, you know, only, only like it was only Hercules and Zeus and everything else. Because you know, I mean, you know, see here, you know, Cuculin and uh, the entire uh, everyone that fought in the whole Three Kingdoms era, the Warring States period. Uh, see Beowulf. All the uh, Nordic folk heroes, all that. Oh, no, that's just all that is just legends. But uh, but the Greeks, oh, that's a completely different story. That's totally true. Hmm. I mean, yeah, that's kind of you know, that's kind of sticks in my craw. You know, it's just yeah, you know, that's it's a just, that Jack yeah, Emmer's just, old on. 
Yeah, it's got it pretty much you know pretty much the repercussions for him having a hard on for uh, Greek culture and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, Greco Roman at least. Yeah, but you know what? I guess kidding. I guess this is I guess this is a City of Heroes analogs to the whole, uh, you know, recreating the uh, the mythos like Marvel likes to do every so often. Yeah, I mean, at least Marvel acknowledged that you know maybe there were things aside from just uh, you know just one. I mean, I know that uh, Thor and Ares actually fought side by side at one point. So. Hmm. Yep. But anyway, can we can we stop being comic book nerds for a second? Um, not sure, but okay. <laughs> uh, try. <laughs> Uh, so we got any other any other thoughts on issue twelve before we uh, move on? One thing, one thing that I had heard of uh, the notes and the stars. Notes and the who now? Yeah, you're gonna have to elaborate on that one. Um, apparently, you can now put notes. You can add notes to people's names and such. Oh yeah, that's uh, more. Yeah, yeah, you can actually, note people down and who they are and put stars next to them yeah specific to their accounts so you know if you basically so you can have a pretty much fair warning if you're running into someone who you know like someone you team with is a complete total uh, jackass very mm-hmm. handy so yeah very so handy. so for uh, any of you who uh, want to uh, utilize this uh, option on us um i am in a blast and some other people. Yeah. You'll figure out who I am soon enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, I'm usually on the Virtue United chat channel insulting people left and right, so. Yeah, you know, so finding me isn't much of a hard thing. And Tony, no, Strickland, doesn't, and Tony Strickland doesn't play the game, so. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, nah, not at all. <laughs> but uh, anyway. Like, um... There's that, and there's a couple other chat things they've done. Like, now events will pop up in the chat when they're going down, like Miner's Strike or, you know, so-and-so giant monsters appeared somewhere. Yeah. The, uh... uh, Basically in the same sort of vein as the, uh, as the, uh, Richty Invasions. Yes, exactly. In fact, it's on that channel. Yeah, I mean, it's nice that it's actually coming up, and, you know, it's not, you know, just hanging out in the park, and, like, hanging out in uh, Perez Park waiting for the Kraken to spawn. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, I, I'd say this was uh, pretty darn handy. And I mean, actually, granted, it's kind of done something help. amazing. It's made people care about the encounters. Oh, yeah. It's almost because they knew that they were actually happening. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even know that the Kraken was in the uh, was in Perez Park until, you know, I actually saw him spawn once. Yep. Sure does. And uh, people just all of a sudden head somewhere. They'll start going nuts about encounters that normally they wouldn't give a damn about. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great thing. I think it's great that it's made it's people care nice about it. It's a very nice quality of life thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a quality of yeah. life thing. Speaking of, yeah, my, fir- my first giant monster encounter was uh, Luska in Independence Port. Ah, uh, yes. Which reminds me of a, which reminds me of a, a, a nice little mental image I got. Would be a, uh, like a like if there was a circle of jerks comic book, one of the one of the issues would be a a, a, a quote unquote beach party episode, 
and they and it would conclu- <laughs> and it would conclude with uh with CEO of Earth frying up Liska legs on the beach. There you go. And some boiled shrimp to go along with it. It cures cancer. Yes, it does. <laughs> Delicious. So, uh, yeah, um, quality of life. Things are sort of starting to look up for uh, Steve Heroes, you know, despite all the all the, all the crap we talked about it earlier. I mean, it, you know, quality of life improvements. You know, new zones. Um, as far as as far as um as far as uh Cinnabon goes, it's going to be you know they're they're still adding they're still going to add stuff to it. There's probably going to be a patch somewhere down the road to open up more of the zone, add more content, more contacts, yeah. more stuff to do. Because I mean, really, right now the only thing that you can to do in that place is do the uh, do the uh, Imperius Task Force and you know stand around in silly costumes shouting, you know. This is Sparta, or you know, this is whatever your meme of choice is that day. Yeah. Which Sharky wants us to do that at some point, I think. Get a bunch of us together and do a really bad 300 parody. Yeah. I mean, I would be down <laughs> for, for that. that. Yeah. Totally. So, uh, in all in all, issue 12, pretty damn good. At least it's not the disappointment that uh, one of those issues back there was. It released pretty buggy, though, to start off. But oh God, yeah, it is. Uh, then again, they timed it to release with Age of Conan, so go figure. I don't. I think that that was just pure coincidence. I think they were just trying to, you know, get get some of these changes out while people were still at, were still asking for them. Yeah, I mean, it's it not like, Yeah, plus, I mean, there's the whole thing. You got to balance, uh, you know, people complaining about how the issues aren't coming out fast enough versus actually getting them out when. So when getting them out when people want them out and having to deal with the bugs, I mean it's pretty much it's pretty much a balance of getting it done now versus getting it done right. But, I think yeah, know. I think this is going to be a I think this is going to be a case of um, that. What was I trying to say? Uh, I think it's going to be a case of uh, making sure that the product is is you know solid before you know actually releasing it. Vice you know spitting. Regurgitating all of this content that has that has got bugs and is just messy. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah, I don't think Age of Conan really factored into it much. It's not like there's a you know humongous crossover market between the two. (laughs) It's an amusing little coincidence, though. Yeah. So all in all, issue twelve, pretty damn good, despite all the bugs. There's not yeah, much content, but it certainly is a good sign of things to come. Yeah. Yeah, it is. One of the things I wanted to say real fast about issue 12 is that, um, from what I remember, there was going to be a trilogy of issues, and the third one you know, was going to be the one that revealed everything. I kind of think that issue 13 is going to be that one, since they said that they got started kind of late with uh, issue 9. I think yeah. you're right there, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, cause, I mean, if there's you know, if if the amount of content that that is evidenced here is any indication, yeah, this isn't going to conclude that major story arc that was started back in issue nine. Yeah, anything, they, no, no, it was, only, it was issue it was issue ten it, that they started the arc because issue nine was just the inclusion of of uh, inventions. And then issue ten, the invasion began anew. And then the eleven was the time travel. Time travel, yep, and then 12 here is um, 
more going times. to Rome and finding out the Richter are up to something new with magic and powers and stuff. And oh yeah, stop. yeah. So, so a lot of tumult coming up on the. Uh, it's a very tumultuous time in Paragon yes. City and beyond. Oh God! Now that you said that, I actually remember another aspect of this whole thing that that just left to mind. What's that? Um, we are still waiting on to see what the hell the battalion is. That would be the perfect, you know, censure for the end of issue thirteen. Oh God, yeah. Battalion. Yes. I remember. Uh, I I don't really remember too much about what they. Did. I know they mentioned the battalion a couple of times, and they're like supposed to be like actual aliens, not. Richty aliens. Yeah, it's supposed to be some sort of hideous, powerful force that, you know, makes all the rest of the enemy groups look pretty pathetic. You know, I, I think about that, and I, I really can't help but think, you know, how the hell are they going to top, like... The worst enemy group in the entire game to me is the Vanguard Rangers. I forget which group they are. Um, they're, they're not so much enemies, but they're just horrible to fight. And I and I sit here and I think about that, and it's like, how are those? How are you really going to top that? Um, well, Roman did a pretty good job with that. Yeah, well, another reason for me to go track that out then. Yeah, you totally got to try it out. I mean, they have their special abilities. They're you know guys with healers that do EMP style healers for a percentage rather than just a certain amount of hit points. So. And they throw Greek fire a lot. Yeah, they, and then buffs that they throw on each other, and it's just very complex. And essentially, just kill certain guys fast, and try and do all you can to weather the rest. Cool. Stay in the air if you got fly. That's 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 a pretty solid strategy right there. If you're fighting fighting in an open air area, is stay in the air because then all they can really hit you with is maybe the Greek fire and their. Their uh, spears, and that's about it. Yes, absolutely. The uh, ranged people should enjoy themselves quite a bit. Oh yes, it's lovely. Hmm. Although you know what, I, you know what the you know what the uh, you know what I'm going to put my bet in for last battalion as being. Hmm. You know what I'm going to put my bet in for last battalion as being. What is that? Nazis. I'm gonna I'm gonna wager right here and now that the last battalion is actually the fifth column in some form. I'm going to say Rue La Rue. Space Nazis? Space Nazis, yeah. you heard me. They shot off into space to escape World War II, and now they're back for more? That sort of thing? <laughs> With Hitler's brain in a jar. Maybe. There you maybe. go. Speaking of which, I just saw The Producers today, which is quite an amusing movie. <laughs> Um, I I won't make any predictions as to what they are. I think just wait until issue thirteen, see what comes up. Yep. Sounds like a good policy to adopt. So yeah, let's do that. But issue twelve. Nazis. Issue twelve. Yay. Yay. Well okay. not really Yay. not really. So let's move on to the bio of the week. There we go. So who wants this? I read the one last time, so let's see. Um, I can always give it a shot if you want. Do you do, do you still have the do you still have the picture up? I can find it. I have so many windows open right now because I'm actually verifying all my badges for websites yeah, where I can cool. show off my e-peen. 
Yeah, here, let me uh, let me let me send it to you in a query. The one, the one. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Just uh, you know, scroll up there and scroll up in the chat window we got going here. And... There well, we that go. was well, that nice. was easier. Well, that was easier. I still have the thing up. <laughs> okay. So, oh, this is fascinating. Oh yeah, it's great. I love this one. All right. Well, uh, without further ado, this week's bio of the week is Sion, a level thirty-six stalker of science origin. Mature RP. We'll play as a superhuman made by Longbow, but it's now the hell spawn for Ghost Widow. P.S. He is Aslo and Anna's hero. Two years ago, I found out about the terrible experiments that the Longbows did to me. They made me into a killing machine, and they used me to kill for them. Till I sold my soul to a woman by the name of Ghost Widow. Now I am her hellspawn, and she is my master. For her, I seek out the most evil souls ever to walk the face of the earth. Much like the ones I seek, I too will soon become obsolete. Pity because I live for the hunt. As Ghost Widow's hellspawn, I have killed many men and women. Menid women. At night, I can see the faces of all the men and women I kill. They're standing there on the far side of the river bank. Rye bank, actually. Wow, that's a weird bank to be standing on. They say to me, Welcome, brother. Now I am hunted by the vastness of eternity. And so I ask myself, My actions echo, of course, the ages of time. Will strongers know my name long after I am gone? And wonder I who I was? How bravely I fought. How thickly I loved. Gay! <laughs> oh, wow. That's... What the fuck? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. And, uh, so especially that... we got dark, 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 dark. Bleakness. Yeah, when you Eggs. see souls on the side of the right bank. Angst. Too much angst. Yeah, that's... Oh, my God. <laughs> people, advice, don't be an anti-hero. Don't pretend you need to care about the people you kill or something. Think about... I, I I can't even give advice. This is just Puppy. Nope, a happy stop. heroic sociopath. If you're yes. killing people, at least you can do is enjoy it. Yeah, be as I think oh, Hackaby has said before. Be like uh, Alucard from Helsing. It's like oh oh hey, you just stabbed me in the chest. Hey, cool. Hang on. Oh yeah, it's not so fun when you're doing it. Next. Oh hi. And so on and but so forth. If somebody's going to brood about this sort of stuff, they just need to, you know, slit their wrists and admit that they're a bad killer who's so sad. Or, you know, I don't know. Just, the melodramatic does not work. Yeah. yeah. So, Stalker post-AS yeah. Fiora RP as him whining so hard everyone else just stands there in shock and horror. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, now, didn't so- you also have something else there, Adam? Yes, I do. Uh, surprise! It is time for challenge mode. What? Ah, uh, yes. Challenge mode. Basically, we've uh, basically found a crappy bio that is really short, and what we're going to do is we're going to try to read it as fast and as funny as possible. 
We're going to take turns, and whoever wins, wins, um, I don't know. Um, I know prize. There you go. Uh, I mean, either way, we should remind the folks at home, just because I want to, that I won the last one, so I'm the defending champion. There you go. you got to defend your honor and title or whatever. Um, does everybody have the Does everybody have the picture? I do not. Okay. No. I just put a link to it on Traces and Tony's thingy. So let me get you let me get you hooked up there, Mr. Hockaby. Right. There you go. Okay. Okay, let's see here. And oh, what the oh hell my this one? god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, our by our uh, challenge mode today is uh, the brutal gigantic Moe, a level thirty-five magic brute, member of the evil limited liability corporations villain group. Because when you're evil, you really want to have limited liability for what you do. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the best rationale for that. So uh, who wants to go first? I'm defending champion. I should probably go first, so somebody can top me easily. There you go. All right, Trace. One, two, three, go! Once a magical Yusagi girl, so something happens that she's not foreseen. Puberty! She's not cute and small anymore. She's fisted life, especially more than for a few days every month. She gave up her childhood for the greater good. Now she wants payback. She's not quite, not quite all! <laughs> yeah, um, not much you can say about, say, say about a, uh, a retarded bunny girl. You know, I'm not even going to try to compete against that. I'd get halfway through it and laugh my ass off. <laughs> well, so uh, Tony, you're saying you tap, you're tapping out. Yeah, yeah. Weak. But, and the odds are, <laughs> okay. even if I won, I wouldn't be here next week to defend the title. So, okay, we're gonna do these every week. It's just whenever we find one that's you know just great for for this yeah, sort of thing. Perfect. So, uh, Mr. Hockaby, you want to give it a shot? Uh, okay, just as fast as possible, much flourishes as possible. As awesome as you can make it. All right. All right. Okay. Just, okay. Just awesome. Period. Not you know faster. Anything else? However, you, you can be fast if you want. Speed helps. Speed is key. Speed helps. Speed helps. Yeah, because you you want to just ramble through it while being funny in the process. Because I mean, a lot of these bios we find are rambles in themselves because people don't know the use of periods or commas. Well, this chick kind of knows the kind of knows the meaning of periods and and uh, commas yeah, and stuff. Ellipses in here. Oh well, yeah. I mean, ellipses aren't periods. Ellipses aren't periods point. at all. Anyway, this girl doesn't have periods. Ha ha ha! I'm terrible. Bowsing? No. Sorry. No. <laughs> so that could be. Are you ready? All right, so I might as well try to I try to live this with the uh, gravity that it so deserves. Okay, one, two, three, go. Don't just jump me like that, man. Just give me, like I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just. Okay, this is a well, this is an epic out, story. So now we can, but... This is an epic story, truly deserving of actual, you know, respectful delivery. All right, it takes a little while to prepare. It's not like I'm gonna rush through this. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna okay, give this... one, two, three, go. Yes, okay, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Alright, no, okay, take your time. Take right, your time, yes. even though it's very slow. Once a magical aside girl, so something happened that she had not foreseen. 
she's not cute or small anymore and she's pissed in life. Especially more so for a few days every month. She gave up her childhood for the greater good. Now she wants payback. She's not Kawhi. She's not Kawhi at all. <laughs> oh, wow. Like... All right, um... Okay, so we've we've got a we've got a relatively straight read from Trace, and we got the super serious read from uh, Oniko Hakubi, and now I think I'm gonna go a little go in a different direction with this one. Okay, so are you ready, Adam? I'm I'm just announcing <laughs> this because I'm, you know, I don't know, I'm being selfish because you're being Captain Concussion, unofficial official game show host of Paragon City. Yes, I'm taking the topic and riding the buffalo with it. <laughs> There you go. All right. So, Adam Nelson, are you ready for your challenge mode? Yes, I am. Okay. Well, here we go. <laughs> What's a magical aside girl till something happens she's not foreseen? Puberty! She's not a cute small anymore. She's pissed at life, especially more so for a few days every month. She gave up her childhood for the greater good, and now she wants payback. She's not kawaii. She's not kawaii at all! Mother okay, you win. What my the hell was that? Yeah, it's that that was damn. <laughs> I'm I'm vanquished. Slash. Or no. I think yeah, you're vanquished and we caught the backwash. God. <laughs> I think I think the, I think uh Guilty Gears uh I think Guilty Gears indicative of this. Destroyed. <laughs> Yeah, it's just the, holy mother. Just, ah. <laughs> Sorry if I broke your eardrums in the process, ladies and gentlemen. Didn't break my eardrums. That was that was broke my brain, man. <laughs> yes, and uh, um, yeah, I guess that makes me like the uh, heavenly king of challenge mode or something. Yes, I hand over my world championship belt of challenge mode to you, Adam. <laughs> I, I know we're doing this over the internet and all that, but I'm holding my hands out as if I had a belt and I'm handing it to you. And I accept it through the magic of the internets. You're passing it to me. Are you two role-playing or something? No. No, why would we do Better that? Gay. You're gay. Gay like no, your you. face. <laughs> Guys, I just wanted to be important. You're not important. You're not special at all. You are not a unique snowflake. I can't remember the rest of that speech from Fight Club. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, sh- should I uh, Should I go ahead and put a bullet in this thing? Yeah, I think we've covered everything. Yeah, well, all the uh, stuff in there, <laughs> making fun of the bio, alienating our audience even further. Well, no, see, we're saving the true alienation of our audience for when you finish up your solo edition. Oh. Uh. There we go. But uh, anyway, if you guys uh, if you guys have any questions, comments, suggestions, or anything for us for bios of the week or topics or whatever, please just any sort of feedback whatsoever. Tell us that you think we we fucking suck and need to die. We need more stuff in our inbox. Yeah, not that we're desperate or anything. No, not in the least. But no, anyway, no, no. To uh, to send bios, suggestions, complaints, bitcheries, or whatever. It is uh, thisisjerkradio at gmail.com. That's all one word, thisisjerkradio at gmail.com. 
So yeah. Um, nothing much else to go, so I'll just wrap this up. Uh, for Trey Evans, Oniko Hockaby, and Tony Strickland, I'm Adam Nelson, and uh, this isn't madness or something like this. Um, madness. This is. Bye. That was, that was, I did that. Yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs>